Live now. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific. Daylight time here in Los Angeles. Friday, June 25th, the year of our Lord, 2021. And speaking of our Lord, I have another hand-picked song for you from Me Without You. Which is, uh, I don't know. I was listening to them in... 2000, what, four, three, something like that? This track will be called, and I will be talking you through it, so fear not. We know, is it? Oh, I'm just selecting the wrong one. I almost selected We Know Who Our Enemies Are again. Silencer. Silencer is the name of this track, and I will put, hopefully, the lyrics up for you to follow along. Enjoy Silencer by Me Without You from A to B Life. From the year 2002. That's their album. Hope you like it. Very dramatic music, guys. Just to get you pumped for the show, cue up the bad music, says Colin Barrett. Whoa. Shout out to Me Without You. Great band. I think they're breaking up this year. <laughs> Retiring, if you will. Hey, play Mogwai next. Are they Christian? <laughs> hey, almost selected good music. Don't waste your lips on words I've heard before. Kiss my tired head and each letter written. Waste your hand, young man. Come and lead me to your bed. You gave me hope that I'd not lost her and then thought it rather strange to see me smile as I don't. Drama. He doesn't do too much smiling. Christians, I thought the joy of the Lord is our strength. But at least he doesn't do fake smiles, I guess. But he falls for fake people. This guy supported Bernie Sanders in 2016, I think. Mess. What in the world? Does this thing have Down syndrome? Sounds like suicidal tendencies. Is that a band? Bobby Choo Choo? Is he singing badly on purpose? Asks Ned Pepper. Well, I mean, it's kind of talk, shout, singing. A la Nation of Ulysses. Anybody heard of Nation of Ulysses? Does sound like ST suicidal tendency? Okay. Such drama. Maybe it is emo, and I just didn't know it. Get a job says this sounds nothing like the band Suicidal Tendencies. Chris says vocals only. So you boomers, 
are getting an education. Play some Pink Floyd today, Jay says. Shout out, Jay. I gotta call you back, man. I am remiss. He's singing to the Lord. Wow, such drama. What's wrong with Hake? asks Hydro PX. <laughs> I like the way he sings, Ruben Hernandez the fourth says. Thank you, Ruben. Joel makes better music than this. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with me there, guys. I didn't even tell you what I'm going to talk about. But let's get right on with the show! I'm going to be talking about, or good afternoon if you're East Coast or further, the attack on whites on real Americans by way of attacking Trump supporters, the military, children. Meanwhile, they're elevating scum. It's terrible. And you can call in. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. doing i i didn't do my usual swing point he sounds like he's crying for his mama says cordell mosley what's up cordell speaking of the uh black tucker trucker regiment right on buddy nice to see it sounds like a cat dying but i like it says radulazer um sounds like satanic emo watchman for you says guys guys i have a um Oh, nice to see you, Skip. Thank you, man. The Capitol protests. I got to jump right into this. I have like this five, almost five minute clip to play for you. Clip 11. Make sure that it does, that it will play for me. Um, This is from Fox News. I told you about it in the uh, end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. This woman, this grandmother, I didn't know that they were talking about actual grandmothers. Are there more grandmothers than just this one? Uh, charged and convicted and sentenced in the capital mostly peaceful protest, which is what it was, a mostly peaceful protest. But they're calling it an insurrection. The uh, actual insurrectionists are calling it an insurrection. The anti-American people in the American establishment. Can you believe it? The establishment is anti-us, anti-the people. Wow. I guess that's the way it goes. This is the Indiana grandmother. It's an interview with her, sentenced in the Capitol protest. She talked with the uh, Fox News host, Laura Ingram. I believe Jason Lee Peterson has appeared on her show, Laura Ingram. She had a radio show, or maybe just has, I don't know. Listen to this interview with this uh, protester and what she's convicted of, 
and what she had to do, the hoops that she had to jump through with her, uh, her public defender. This is a 49-year-old woman, a grandmother, married, now unemployed. Listen to this. It's, it, it's, it's infuriating. Listen to this. Now, we just mentioned her, Anna Morgan Lloyd of Bloomfield, Indiana, the first January 6th defendant to be sentenced after pleading guilty to a single charge of parading, which is a misdemeanor. Now, it's a far cry from the insurrection charges the media's been throwing around for months now. But what's more shocking is how the FBI hunted her down and put her in jail for two days for a misdemeanor charge. Anna Morgan Lloyd joins me now. Anna, were you, you ever really told why you were held for two days? I was just waiting to see a judge. Were you a, a, a the- flight risk? No, no. No. I've lived in the same area all my life. And they give you this public defender who then makes you read a script or asks you to read a script about how you're learning and basically I'm paraphrasing, but evolving uh, as a person. What did that make you feel like? Well, at first it concerned me that she thought I was racist, but I read the books. It didn't bother me because I'm not racist. And they were interesting. And, you know, I would recommend anybody read um, Just Mercy because it was a very um, emotional book. But it didn't bother me. I was more than willing to read them because I'm not racist. Why did you go to the Capitol that day? I went to support Donald Trump to show my support. And we, we met a, an elderly lady that day and she headed up the steps and I wanted to protect her because I would have felt terrible if she went up those steps that day and was hurt. So I went up the steps behind her to protect her. And when she went into the building, my friend turned to me and she's like, she went in. So we went in to get her out just to keep her safe. Did you see people smashing, you know, statues or police officers or barricades or fire extinguisher, whatever they were saying? Did you see any of that? Because we it's on film that 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 some of some of that did occur. Well, where I was where I was at, we seen nobody damage anything. And people were actually very polite. I had a young man accidentally um, knock my phone out of my hands. And he's like, oh, excuse me. And he hurried up and picked up my phone and made sure it was okay. If anybody bumped into anybody, it was excuse me. And people were very polite. And there was no, nobody was breaking anything. And it was calm enough that people were actually walking out of the Capitol building that worked there, walked right past us. And they had no fear on their face at all. When they call it an insurrection, what do you say? I can only talk about the area I was in. And I don't believe it. But as I said, that's only from the area I was at in the Capitol. People were not breaking the windows. We seen nothing. So you just walked in and... Yeah, we followed a 74-year-old woman in to get her out. She didn't she didn't fight anybody to get in. We seen police officers standing in that back hallway. They were standing and they were relaxed. They didn't tell anybody to leave. 
they were talking and chatting with people. How has this affected your life? Well, I didn't even get to go back to work. I was fired from my job at Cook Medical, and I'd been there 13 years, and they didn't even bother to ask me what my part in that day was. They didn't even bother to ask me if I was violent or if I even seen any violence. I was fired. I, I didn't even go back to work to get my stuff. They sent it through FedEx. Do you have a job now? No. My husband wants me to stay home and be a mammal. A grandma. Anna, thank you for telling this story. And <laughs> this is just... I, it's like I can't even believe I'm hearing any of this. Uh, a charge for parading through the Capitol. For that, you're held for two days. Uh, lose your job and obviously incredibly traumatic. But I'm glad you read a couple decent books, I guess. Uh, thank you. Crazy, huh? A couple of decent books. She called the book called Just Mercy an emotional book. And Just Mercy, didn't they make a movie off of that Made, put up by that guy who played, didn't that guy play, like, Rocky, uh, Rocky's, the guy that Rocky beat his son, Apollo, Creed? Didn't that guy who played in Creed play, like, the lawyer in that movie, Just Mercy? I think they made a movie out of this book, Just Mercy, by Brian Stevenson, who is a black radical from the, uh, Equal Justice Initiative, a phony. She also read Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee by writer D. Brown, who's a guy who, 90, who died at like 94 years old in 2002, some like purportedly white guy. And Schindler's List, or Schindler's Ark, the book, or he, I guess she watched the movie and wrote a report about it, like she's a child, by Thomas, which was, was it historical fiction or was it nonfiction? By Thomas... Keneally, Keneally, an Australian, purportedly Australian guy, who wrote that book that inspired that movie, Schindler's List, which came out when I was like in fourth grade or something like that, or fifth grade or seventh grade or something. Schindler's List was by, it was a World War II movie about the Nazis and the guy who plays um, those dramatic movies and he wanted to go beat up a, a black bastard after a friend of his got raped, in real life he wanted to. He, got a, he wandered around with a cudgel. He's a foreign guy. British-sounding guy. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson played in that movie, Schindler's List. I only recently saw it, actually. I don't know if it was a historical fiction or nonfiction. I think it was historical fiction. <laughs> Some might say ahistorical, but I don't know. Uh, to educate herself on government policy has nothing to do with America regarding Schindler's List, by the way, toward Native Americans, African Americans, or, and European Jews. And that was her court-appointed public defender. And you heard her say, if you were paying attention, she said, I think my, my attorney thought that I was racist. At first I was concerned that my attorney thought that I was racist, but I was happy to read these books. Just mercy, I would recommend anybody read it. It's very emotional. By Brian Stevenson, a black radical. A black male, by the way. Whoa! How would you... Isn't that <laughs> a 49-year-old white woman looking like she's middle-aged, right? A grandmother. She looked cute at the Capitol. Queen. 
<laughs> but she describes it as an emotional book. Emotional. That's all blacks have. Emotion. Not truth. Not truth. She wrote a, a report also on the book Just Mercy. A book report. Like she's nine years old. In the letter to the judge, she wrote, My lawyer has given me the names of books and movies to help me see what life is like for others in our country. Schindler's List? In our country? (laughs) Allegedly, right? I learned that even though we live in a wonderful country, things still need to improve. People of all colors should feel as safe as I do to walk down the street. Social punishment. Referencing, I read to you guys in Hague News, you can go back and check it out, but referencing her letter to the judge, the prosecutors said that it indicated an important level of contrition. Contrition. She's contrite. And she posed no threat to the public, and she appeared to have tempered her boldness. They want to, to clamp down on your boldness. Don't get too bold. Intimidate her. Her name is Anna Morgan-Lloyd. Morgan Lloyd, hyphenated last name. She's a registered Democrat, by the way, but she supported Trump because she's getting older, and older people oftentimes tend to be more sensible. And plus, she's, I think, white. She later said that after her arrest, which was like a month after she did this, she went to the Capitol, and she only went into the building, she said, to... uh, keep that 74-year-old woman safe whom she met. She said we. I don't know who she, whom she went with. Her husband wasn't arrested that I know of. <laughs> Maybe she was. I don't know. She was promptly fired by the hospital she had worked for from, at for more than a decade. 13 years, she said. The medical wouldn't let her retrieve her belongings. Had to ship them by Federal Express. She's still unemployed, but her husband suggested she move on to being a grandmother full-time instead. Yeah, good advice. But she didn't even see things getting really crazy. She saw cops standing by, talking with the people. So she was surprised when she was arrested. And a misdemeanor charge. Two days in jail while she waited. Uh, Take care of business bearers said, that's how it works. They can hold you up to 72 hours without any hearing. Dang. That would be three days, I believe, right? 24, 48, 72. Yeah. Something like that. Social punishment. This is from Daily Wire and Freedom Headlines. This fake judge, Lamberth, L-A-M-B-E-R-T-H. A Reagan-appointed judge, by the way. So maybe he's old and decrepit and losing it. <laughs> he said this wasn't a peaceful... Dem- Royce. Royce is his first name. Royce Lamberth. He handed down this ridiculous sentence. Oh, this sentence. Let me tell you what it is. She pleaded guilty for parading demonstrating or picketing at a Capitol building. Some people called it trespassing. Some media outlets called it trespassing. But uh, she pleaded guilty and was sentenced to three years probation, forced to pay $500 fine, has to do 40 hours of community service, and is forbidden from buying a firearm. Wow. And a firearm for women is, especially now with all the crime going out of control, That can be key sometimes. It's like a great equalizer, right? Especially an older lady. She's not that old, 49. But it's not like she's a spring chicken. She can uh, chicken fight against these people. 
Some of these defendants are not, this is what Lambert said, some of these defendants are not going to do what you did to her. He said this to her. They're not going to say they did anything wrong because this lady basically had to grovel and kiss up. They, to this day, would still participate in the demonstration, Lambert said. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I thought we could demonstrate. To this day! To this day, they would still participate. I don't want to create the impression that probation is the automatic outcome here because it's not going to be. He's talking about other people who are charged. Like over 500 people, I think, charged, right? Lambert took the opportunity to take a shot at unnamed Republicans who he said were downplaying the events of January 6th. I don't know what planet they were on, Lambert said, without naming a single GOP lawmaker. He added that the videos in the incident will show the attempt of some congressman to rewrite history. Rewrite history. That these tourists, that these were just tourists walking through the Capitol. Utter nonsense. Crazy, huh? Somebody said, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, the blacks get to, like, steal shoes and burn down stuff and no charges. The blacks get new shoes and TVs and big corporate bail money. Matt living the dream said. David says they should be li- they should be allowed in the Capitol anyway. It's they own it. Oh, you interrupted a hearing, like the leftist females who support abortion don't don't interrupt hearings all the time. Public and public defender in D.C. They sh- they're sure woke, which means asleep, pushing that fake racism thing. Yeah, Radulazer. Over there, nice to see you guys over there on Twitch.tv. I'm, I'm streaming on Twitch. Did you know that? Many platforms. Crazy stuff. Hey, were you a depressed youth? <laughs> Socrates, the philosopher, asks me. Wow, what an honor, Socrates. No, no I was not a depressed youth. I was, I was never a depressed youth. I was an emotional person, though. That's for sure. That's why I was listening to Me Without You. <laughs> God bless Lord Goodhair, Skateboard White Chris, and all else who fight to save the world from mama drama, says Lin Yen Chin with a Trovo colorful chat. Thank you, man. Thank you for the support. Stream, I mean, uh, Trovo.live slash The Hague Report. By the way, that reminds me, Streamlabs Super Chats came through yesterday during my show, at the end of my show. Someone gave a couple of generous Super Chats over there on Streamlabs. Said, I don't mind the ranting girl referring to yesterday I played a bunch of clips of, and I told you stories too of Jesse doing this, but of little girls and one man, a British man, a pro-America British man, I think, who confronted people, local officials, local like school board officials and such, government officials, wannabes. And one nine-year-old girl was just, oh my gosh, kind of unbearable. Because just all sassy, squealy-voiced, saying true things against Black Lives Matter and the promoting Amanda Gorman, some chick, she said, <laughs> who read a poem, wrote a poem and read it at Biden's so-called inauguration. She called it so-called inauguration. But this girl was just such a smart aleck and reading and it didn't come off as natural and normal. So then I played a 13-year-old girl who compared abortion to slavery, and worse, really. Um, 
and got yelled at, and she was much more normal, much more how a kid would be, how a normal person would be, even though she was reading too, I think. But she was more genuine, came off more real. Hey, you were a little hard on the nine-year-old girl. I don't care if her parents wrote it. She delivered it powerfully, says J-Man Joker. Huh. I might have been a little hard on her. I'm more, uh, but I, I don't think it was that powerfully because it was, uh, whatever. Somebody put out, some liberal put out some article saying with the headline, whose mouthpiece is this? Because we all know that children are being used as mouthpieces. Same thing with that woman who's, young woman, 16 years old, maybe she's 18 now, who's grandstanding against climate change. How dare you? Greta, Greta Thunberg. How is that pronunciation? Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Shout out to Samuel the Swede. He has a good explanation for how to pronounce Greta, Thun- Greta Thunberg. Because <laughs> it is a Swedish name and Samuel is at least half Swedish. Shout out to Samuel the Swede. But anyway, someone gave a super chat and said, I don't mind the ranting girl. Because Soph left a void after being banned. Yeah, remember Soph? She interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson. She was eight years old at one point. Very smart, writing stuff. Soph was more legit, though, says someone over there on Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she's an interesting girl. I think she, that Soph is now on Gavin McInnes' network or something. I don't want to... I think it's censored.tv, right? I don't know. Anyway, someone gave another super chat, said, Blacks get triggered about slavery as if they involuntarily served in NAM. Yeah, that's right. And that's a reference to that 13-year-old girl. I got to put out that clip. Uh, it was awesome. Maybe I'll put it out as a separate clip on the Heek Report. Different platforms. Um, that 13-year-old girl, Addison Woos- Woosley, I think is her name. She was 13 back in 2019 in June, and she just got the blacks riled (laughs) comparing uh, abortion to slavery. It was excellent. Check that out. It's in yesterday's show, I think in the second hour. I was eight years old at one point, too, says Lobotomito. Lobotomite. 263. What a terrible shame, though. What a terrible shame. I have more of this shameful stuff. Pelosi running her mouth. Um, Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark A. Milley ran his mouth the other day. You guys have probably all heard it, but I will play those clips for you. Uh, There's evidence that a One American News Network went into the... uh, 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 Someone... Posing as One America News Network went into the Capitol. Left-wing extremists is the speculation. I don't know. And some other stuff. The homelessness mess. The military. Attack on children. It's pretty disgusting stuff. It really is. But first, I have my second favorite caller for you guys. It is 9.28 a.m. here in L.A. Earl in Michigan. How are you doing, Earl? 
Hola, buenos dias. Thank you. Indeed. Hold on for just a minute. What in the world? Hold on for just a minute. Let me uh, put him on hold. You can't do that to me. <laughs> so, Earl, I'll get back to you, man. What in the world? Let me get to, uh, I think his name is Saeed, a first-time caller in Mexico. Saeed, how are you doing? Hey, uh, hey, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. You know who I am, right? Yeah. You're Saeed from yeah. church, if you don't mind my yeah, saying yeah. it. <laughs> That's uh, cool. What I'm an honor. From, um, I'm not from, uh, well, I mean, I am from Mexico, but I'm, I'm not in Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's just a a joke. I I I told your um <laughs> your my your uh, screener, Daniel. Yeah, cause, nice. Yeah, because I said I said I said I I come I'm calling from the deepest bowels of hell, <laughs> which is which is Mexico. Man, it is a uh, mess over there. You know, cr- <laughs> yeah, murders have been a problem for decades down there, and corruption of you talk about police corruption. The police are corrupt <laughs> down there. <laughs> what? Oh my God! You 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 know you are so you are so right. Yeah. I mean, every time every time I hear people here complain about quote unquote right police brutality here in and, L.A. or here in America, right? Yeah, Talk, yeah. Complaining. In, yeah. In, in 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 America in general, I uh, I kind of laugh and uh, chuckle a little bit because I mean. Cops in Mexico are just like <laughs> they are just, and they're underpaid. They yeah. uh, they earn no money, and they just. I mean, I could tell you horror stories, and um. Yeah. And, no. Ever since yeah. when my mother was young, I remember like people she knew would go down to Mexico, and sometimes they would have yeah. to pay off people, bribe the police officers who stop them. And, exactly. Yeah, just corruption is the norm down there. I mean, and then they, Mexicans come up here and, and live, and then they s- start suspecting the police of the corruption that they participate in. Anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. And, yep. And, uh, and, and um, I, um, uh, I think it was about a week ago, I was having lunch with one of my friends, and he was, um, he was uh, on his TikTok and uh, he showed me a video of, I think it was a guy on TJ, uh, like Tijuana, right? Yeah. And uh, this guy was being chased by a mob, and uh, the cops dragged him down. They 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 broke the windows, and they pulled him out of the car, and the whole it was like a whole crowd just stepping stepping on this guy. Wow. But the cops just beat him senselessly. This you is know, senselessly. This is in Mexico? And, uh, yeah, Tijuana. Wow. Like like the yeah, yeah. The, the party town. The yeah. <laughs> uh it's a it's a it's a video on TikTok. That's where I wow. that's where I so that's where I start from. And um apparently this 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 man um <coughs> ran over <laughs> ran over uh uh, a a street vendor. Yeah. And uh, and uh, that's why that's why uh, I think there was mob justice. 
Wow. But, you know, but it was just it was just horrible. Yeah. To see because, of course. Uh, I knew that I knew that Mexicans did crazy stuff, but I didn't know they were that crazy. Right. I've never seen I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I first became producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I saw videos mm -hmm. that were probably inspiration to ISIS um, executions. You know how ISIS? I don't know if you're aware, but ISIS a few years ago, was putting yeah. out videos of cutting off people's heads and things like that, and burning them alive, and all kinds of horrific things. Um, yeah. I saw videos of, I don't know if it was Mexican cartels, but cartels doing that to uh, rival cart purported rival cartel members, just using chainsaws and just horrific things on people. So evil. And you know what? It's yeah. not just cops who are, are corrupt down there. The whole culture is. The people are. Yes. And the, uh, the uh, president, well, I don't know if the president himself right now is, but the uh, officials are corrupt. And they're, they're scared of the cartels. They can't even control the cartels. The car cartels throw their weight around and, and all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's really yeah. evil. You know, I... I mean, um, my, my... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean my... my my brother, my brother, you know, um, I think I've, I've told Jesse that my brother is dead and uh, he joined the, the cartels. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. And so, and so, yeah, he, um, I mean, I don't know the exact details of what he did, but you know, he, he's dead now. Wow. And so that's, that's just things that just, happen in Mexico and uh yeah it sort of uh, pains me to see um <clears throat> um uh similar things the enemies of America trying to this to destroy right this this great country and uh yeah and, uh, no and, you know um uh, that, that, that's 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 the reason I I called I I called to um you know basically um thank you to, cool. to, to thank you, uh, and Jesse. Nice, and, man. But, but especially, you know, uh, white people. Right. You know, white, <laughs> his, white history month. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I am, I am, I am so grateful, uh, um, of, uh, America. And I am, I am not, I'm, I'm telling you, I am not, I am not worthy of, of of being here but every 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 day that I'm here that's how I know that God has mercy on me yeah because because um you know even th even though I'm not supposed to be here um um uh, you know you you guys show me mercy just as God shows <coughs> Ask mercy. Yeah. And uh and um uh, uh unfortunately unfortunately when I first came here, um I did not know um what I was doing and when I came here I I destroyed and I cursed and I I was part of the problem. Yeah. Um but now 
but now I now I see. Nice and, man. Uh, and uh, I am just so thankful and uh, happy happy White History Month. Uh, Hank. Thank you, man. Uh, it's coming up less less than a week, actually. Less than a week. Yeah. Next Thursday is the be- first day of White History Month. I I really appreciate yeah. that, Saeed. How old are and, you, if you uh, don't mind I, my asking? Oh, I am I am thirty one. Okay, nice man. I am, I am, I am thirty one. How'd you get uh, the name Saeed? Is that uh is that a Hispanic name or <coughs> what is that, Saeed? Well, you know, Saeed um, in Arabic, it means it means happy. Okay. Uh huh, and uh, it was <coughs> it was given to me by by um, my mother. Okay. But um, originally, my name was supposed to be Mario. Mario wow. Lopez. Okay. So Mario Lopez, funny yeah. man, interesting. Yeah, that's so, cool. I don't know. And so she yeah. just liked uh, an Arabic name. Well, it's an, a, yeah. as Arabic I mean, names go, it's not too bad. It's a nice yeah. meaning. I mean, uh, uh, between between you and me, I think she she named me Said because. Um, um, I think she hated my father. Wow, man! <laughs> I was gonna, I was, you know, you know what's funny? I was gonna try to call Jesse yeah. this morning, uh, but I think the lines were busy. Eh? Yeah, and there was like a, like a ding, 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 right? <laughs> um, like a beeping, beeping on the phone, and I couldn't. Yeah, I probably couldn't get through. probably a busy signal. Is my guess. Yeah. 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 To get on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I recommend people call early and often, early and often, or listen for oh. when he seems to be wrapping up with a caller, and uh, call in. Start calling in as soon as you hear, because there's a, a slight delay, maybe thirty seconds or a minute sometimes, between uh-huh. what you from what you hear to when it, he actually says it. There's he actually says it like thirty seconds before you actually hear it, right? So just start calling, and maybe once he hangs up the phone, that'll open up a line, and you can get it get in. So that's what I recommend for people if they want to call in oh. to the radio show for JLP. And um, sometimes, sometimes there are there may be a, a line open for a moment, so you can definitely mm. uh, do continue if you can if you have time to try to yeah. to get in. That's cool. Do you um, do you um, do you deal with with like if somebody if someone calls you, do you deal with the same issues that Jesse deals with? No, not really, because Jesse Lee You're Peterson more... knows he knows counseling. He can counsel people. He's wise. He's done it for years. He's seen a lot uh-huh. over, I mean, over the past thirty-two years and even before that. Um, and he's a living example. I deal more with shallow stuff like politics and news, and I do some commentary. I do, I spread a little bit of, you know, a little lightweight wannabe spiritual stuff, but um, yeah. I, it's not my forte. So if if oh, people call on, me dude. for advice, if you call me for advice, <laughs> I'll give you my best advice. But uh-huh. that's not uh, that's not what I specialize in, at least not at this point. Uh-huh. But I mean, I can give good. On. I can give some decent advice. I have in the past, if I do yeah, say so yeah. myself. I mean, I mean, you. I mean, you're white, right? You, uh, <laughs> I'm white, you, uh, and I'm and I'm almost forty. 
I even got yeah. some gray hairs, which which symbolizes wisdom. So I got to have something, right? <laughs> yeah. As I, silly I mean, as I you act. Know, you, you don't even look 40. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you look so young. Thank you, man. I thought you were like, I thought you were like 25 or something. <laughs> well, to young, well, to young people, uh, people who are a little bit older look look still pretty young sometimes. I appreciate it, man. It's good to hear from you, Saeed. That's a yeah, yeah. Those are some crazy stories, man. I yeah. wish you well. Yeah. Uh, uh, happy White History Month, bro. Thank I you. I really appreciate you. Nice. Appreciate you as well, man. Take care. Okay. Take care. All right. You know, he talked about his brother dying in the, uh, in the cartel after joining the cartel. And sometimes these people are recruited for the cartels kind of against their will. I mean, you live in a town, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. But it's still evil. I knew a young woman who was on a local school board just in this area, L.A. County. And it's a friend of mine, a friend of mine. And her fellow school board member, if I remember correctly, went down to Mexico, have a little party. He was Mexican. American, but Mexican. I assume, right? (laughs) You never know, right? You saw that Englishman serving on a former school board member over there in Pennsylvania. The guy who shouted, uh, President... School board president Benito Mussolini. <laughs> so you never know. if uh, Is that guy an American? Maybe. I mean, he's pro-America, at least, I think. But this guy went down. He was, like, at a club or something. He got kidnapped at this club. I forget where it was, if it was TJ or somewhere else. And this was several years ago, maybe ten years ago. Kidnapped and then murdered. Dead. My friend served on this same school board with, with this man. Young man, too. I think he was in his 30s. He might have been a married family man, by the way. Celebrating on, like, a birthday or something. Kidnapped and murdered at, like, a, a nightclub or something. So, watch it. All kind, and that is not uncommon. That is quite common down there. So, Trump... Seeking to protect us. Mexico is not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> he was telling the absolute truth. And the, and the fake people, the same people who are losing their minds over Trump supporters holding a mostly peaceful protest inside the Capitol building, are losing their minds over that. And they're, but they lose their minds protecting the so-called mostly peaceful Mexicans who come across the border. <laughs> Give me a break. What a mess. You saw that guy get executed, basically, at that traffic stop. I don't think that I played the clip, but I, I showed a screenshot of it a few weeks ago, or maybe several. This drug dealer who Homeland Security told um, whom... Homeland Security told a, like, a highway patrolman to stop. And so he stopped him and saw that he had a gun. Oh, mind if I take that gun off your hands? 
Didn't warn him that this guy might be dangerous. So he's like nonchalant, people pleasing. Hey, man, if I take that gun off your hands for my safety, please. A Hispanic uh, American cop. I think he was a family man, too, if I remember right. Young man. And the uh, drug dealer pulls up the, uh, the AR and shoots the guy in the head from across the uh, truck bed. And then goes around the truck, behind the truck, and shoots him some more. And then runs up right to his head and shoots him. So evil. And then the Homeland Security guy who uh, pulls up two minutes later, finds the guy dead, and then a high-speed chase against this Mexican guy, or Hispanic guy, murderer, cop killer, drug dealer, for like 20 or 40 miles, and then he gets in a shootout with the cops again, and he shoots another cop, but fortunately that other cop shot him too. Nice. I saw some details on that on Donut Operator's channel, and that was nice to see that at least they got him. What a mess. Just so evil, though. 888-775-3773. I know some of you guys are asking me to take another couple of calls instead of Earl, but Earl is back on the line, I do believe. It's back ready for me. So, Earl, my second favorite caller in Michigan. Hope you're ready now. Let's repeat again. Hola, bonus dias. Thank you. <laughs> what did you need to do? Why did you say hold on for, if you don't mind my asking? Because with this phone, uh, it actually went on a uh, uh, loudspeaker, and oh, I okay. know how you are with the loudspeaker. Right. I like to. Uh, I like for you guys to come in clear. So I like for you guys, for the yeah. most part, except for my phone, and some of you guys may have a phone like this where, be on regular phone, not speaker, not Bluetooth, not those ear pods or whatever those things are, no headset stuff like that. Because most of the time, those make the call. Uh, less good in, in audio quality. In my case, if I'm on regular phone, people cannot hear me. <laughs> I have to go to speakerphone, so it's a mess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you, Earl. What did you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, uh, first of all, uh, I'd like to explain uh, what I call you and Jesse, because you seem to get it all wrong, and so does he. Uh, he, he labels me that calling just to argue with him. It's not the case. The case is when I hear hear misinformation or or misconstrue or uh, spin on certain information, I call him to correct it and have him speak on it and start letting it sit and fester and people accept it as the truth. I do that for you and him. That's why I call. I don't call just to argue with him. Well, let me I tell you. I call to get the, set set the uh, record straight. Okay, says you, and I uh-huh. and I accept that that's what you think that you're doing. I suppose. Yeah, I don't, just I have like no, you, I have you no think, reason. You think you're doing it? I don't think that I have any reason to doubt that that's what you think that you're doing. But let me submit that's, this to you for uh, for you to ponder, if you ever ponder anything. Um, Sometimes, people see something in you that you do not see in yourself. And that definitely applies to Jesse Lee Peterson. He sees stuff in people that they're not even aware that they're giving out. And I think even blind people 
who are blind to themselves can see issues in uh, me. For, take, for example, women. They can see right through an insecure man. As blind and evil and liberal as women are, no responsibility for themselves, but they can see your flaws, but they might misdiagnose them, but sometimes they can see them. They definitely see something wrong with the people, right? So generally, people see other people better than other people can see themselves, especially if those other people are not ones to examine themselves. Do you ever examine yourself, Earl? Not really. You don't? Don't have to. Have you ever examined? Don't have to. Have you ever examined yourself? No, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a self-made doctor. I don't, I'm not talking I don't about. I'm not talking about checking your no, physical body. I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm talking about your uh, spirit, your attitude, your way of thinking, well, your behavior. Well, yeah, uh, I think about things. Uh, uh, spiritually and what I say and what others say and so forth. But, uh, you know, uh, so maybe deep a, down a, you just get a, a, a rise out of arguing and yelling because you're so prone to it. It's, it's honestly well, a I bit, get, it's a bit immature, honestly. No, it's not. See, <laughs> when you put out wrong information, you just want things to remain what you, what you uh, claim as the truth, and nobody to challenge it. So when folks do that, you take offense, basically. But you don't examine yourself as taking offense. <laughs> like you say, do you ever look at yourself? Do you ever look at yourself when, when you're wrong about something? Me? You're asking me that? Uh, yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I look at myself uh, when I'm wrong about something. I do. Sometimes, huh? Yeah. Well, you're wrong about 90% of the things you talk about. So you must uh, examine yourself <laughs> is that, very often. Is that your excuse for starting but, to shout and yell well, and sh- talk over people <laughs> and not answer the questions? Because I'm wrong about well, something? Well, uh, some questions I would answer, some questions are, are pointed and loaded, so I don't answer it. <laughs> and others, and you're one to talk about not uh, answering questions and changing the subject. As I, I listened to you uh, talk to uh, uh, Jeremiah in Louisiana right. and Mays yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I, well, I, you, gave, them, well, well, I gave them heck. Yeah, you, because you kept cha- changing the subject, deflecting. What they called for, they could never get back to because <laughs> you kept, uh, uh, you know, uh, staying on one subject, trying to make them... Answer that till they run out of time. Then you'll say, "Well, I'll talk to you later." <laughs> right. But no, uh, what happened? What that's happened what with? You do. Let me explain what happened with Jeremiah because I caught some criticism from it. Some guy who tuned in for the first time, his fifty-year-old supposedly white man from uh, Indiana or somewhere. He said, "You just interrupted that black guy. It sounded like you were afraid <laughs> to hear his question." Exactly. Well, that's what you, happened was you did, you- Jeremiah. Uh, I asked Jeremiah, are you an American? Are you American? He said, I'm Israelite. And I already knew that. I already knew that he thinks that he's an Israelite. I asked him if he's an American. I didn't ask if he's an Israelite because I already had asked him that. But he kept on repeating, he's an Israelite. Did you notice that he did not answer, yes, I am an American or no, I am not an American? 
Yes. You noticed I, that he I didn't answer that. it. And no. Yeah. You, can you can I you have, imagine how uh, how frustrating that might be for a person trying to get a, cl- a clear answer to uh, not get a direct answer? Because whether he answered it or in his mind, in his in his imagination, he answered it, but he did not act- actually answer. Yeah. It. What I'm saying is, he he gave mind, what he thought was a smart answer. I guess I'm not going to get it out, am I? Go ahead. <laughs> I said, what in his mind? Uh, he was answering as uh, he's an Israelite, not not to a country, but to a uh, 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 a nation. Uh, uh, that's what he he's uh, recognized because he and he recognized kinship with other Israel Israelites right. across the globe. Other other so fellow children say, of Satan. I'm just an American. I'm just a. I didn't uh, ask him if he's uh, just an American. I asked him if he's American. Yeah, that's the same thing when you don't identify no. with the land, man. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean just. It doesn't mean just an American. No, no, I'm saying he. What I just answered that he he says his kinship with other uh, uh, Israelites across the globe. It doesn't. It, it's irrelevant. Don't, I already uh, know that about him. I already know that well, about him. He's not answering the question. He's changing the subject. Well, okay. Let's say that he just didn't answer the question, but that's still his answer. That's not question. let's say. It's not but, let's uh, say. It is that he did not answer the question. Yeah. It's not let's but, say. Uh, you know that it's not. It's just. It's not just let's say he didn't answer the question. He plainly did not answer the question. The way, yeah, the way you wanted it. He no, it's not did. the way I wanted but, it. Uh, it's either. It's it's three and three possible answers. No, four possible answers. Yes, I am an American. No, I am not an American. I'm not going to answer the question. That's an answer. I would accept that answer. Or I don't know. There's four possible by answers. Not, yes, no, I don't know, or I refuse to answer. But he, not, didn't, he did not say, I refuse to answer. But I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to let this subject go. By him not answering, he in fact saying, I am not American. I'm not going to answer that. I'm telling you what I am, and you can accept it. Or shut the heck up. But, uh, <laughs> no, you gave two different answers there. Did you, know, you did you catch that? You, know, you, you uh, gave me two different answers. You said I know, but we can get off. No, there, no, 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 no. We're, let's not work. get off of this because this is this is the way that we go. He's. You said that by not answering the question, but answering I'm a, an Israelite. You're claiming that he's saying I'm not an American and I'm not going to answer the question. But I don't know if he's saying that he's not an American. I might have assumed that he's not going to answer the question. I could have moved on like that, I suppose. But okay, a lot okay, of times, okay. a lot of times intellectuals, which includes blacks, will answer some completely different topic, pretending that they're answering the question, and then they'll say, I'm just not answering it the way you want me to answer it. And that's what a lot of blind intellectuals will assume, yeah. but it's, not, it's clearly not answering the question. Moving on. All right. Uh, I just want to, you know, you had Zach on uh, a week ago or something. Maybe and, less than uh, that. The great 16 or 17-year-old Zach from yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I, I see it's funny that he calls himself at times black, but then he refers to them as separate, the blacks. And you know what the blacks do and the blacks that? 
And then I found it also curious that he lays low hiding from the blacks at the school because <laughs> they got wonder of what he calls it on his show. Now he's running from the, the blacks. <laughs> but, uh, I've never heard him call himself. I've, I have, I honestly, I've called him black, but I've never heard him call himself black. He's described well, himself as mixed. We had a discussion on that point blank, uh, James. That's only because I called him me. black. I called him black, me. Listen, James, All right. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you told, you, you told, when my discussion with you, and he was on the line with you. Right. We all three was on the line. Yep. And he said, and you said, did you know uh, 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 Zach was black? Yep. And then Zach said, yeah, yeah, uh, you know I was black? Right. Now he's conveniently saying he's black. Only because I called him black. Um, only because I called him no. black. He doesn't voluntarily, he normally, which he, he only ever mentioned it like once, that he, he actually raised up the fact that he is mixed because I thought that he was white. So I'm like, oh, a white kid doing this and that because he was wearing some t-shirt that was a little bit edgy and he got sent home from school. And so he doesn't even volunteer what he is. He brought it up because I confused him for being just plain white when in fact he's mixed. He says, I'm actually mixed. My, I know, one parent one, one parent the other or something like that. And so then uh, I remembered that and I brought it up. I brought it up to you guys because you guys are so shallow. Yeah. You know how, how shallow you guys are? Black. He's black he does not go around black. calling himself black. He you did don't have once. to go around it. I'm saying he used it. He used it once. He used it once just uh, agreeing with me. In the instance that he found it advantageous no. to call itself black to pro- prove a point. To prove a if point I, that you guys are shallow. You said, I said, uh, I did not call him black, but you assumed uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was saying uh, uh, because I, I the way I dressed him, and you said, "Do you know he's black?" Did he? Moving on. Came on say, yeah. Moving on. We yeah, we get your on. point. Yeah, moving on. Uh, the other thing. No, no, no. Let me let me to, let me address. No, no, no other thing because you addressed something that I want to address. You mentioned something I want to address. I thought <laughs> you Hey, please move on before you lose your, the audience. Shane, man, please be oh, patient. Ble- you yeah. yeah. Shh. Shh. Hush. Child, um, be patient, people. Earl needs patience. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, you, you you mentioned that he <laughs> refers to blacks as the blacks. He doesn't identify himself with them. That's just like what Jesse Lee Peterson does. It's a reference to the fact that he's not into the blackness like those people are into the blackness. And being into the blackness means they believe in the fake racism thing, they hate white people, they uh, are generally going to be liberal for the most part. Even the conservatives, there's some black conservatives who are all into their blackness and believe in racism and hate white people and hate everybody. Um, he's not into that. So therefore, he's going to reference the blacks because the other blacks yeah. are, are more of a group, whereas he's an individual. They think in groupthink. They get pushed yeah, around by the mainstream media, are, just like you do. Yeah, most of us who are black speak as the black, not as separate from the black. Because you guys uh, don't think for yourselves. And do, you way, talk, flag, do you want to talk to Zach? No. Because uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Zach is on the line. 
We all might talk to him later, but I'm going to get this off. Uh, newsflash to you. Uh, you said mixed. Did you know most blacks are mixed? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you guys so are why, dark black. Why do, you call, why do you make a distinction of when some blacks are mixed? Uh, because maybe they're lighter than, than others. And then are you making a big uh, uh, whoop-de-doo about uh, uh, he may be black because uh, he's mixed? <laughs> because, um, Earl, because, Earl, um, I don't believe that his parents are both mixed-race black. One parent might not even no have difference. any black in him. And that causes people to be black. called mixed. That's more that's more mixed. That have ancestors that have white in them. That's, that's why they mixed. That's, that's you think less, they came here hold black, on, Earl? black as Earl. a spade right. and then all of a sudden turn yellow? We, we get you. We get you. That's, that's less relevant to a person's life than having parents who come from two different cultures. Duh! Regardless of that, no, it's no regardless. That's, that's why, why that's why mixed matters. That you got white mixed lives matter. Mixed lives matter. Mixed lives matter. You want to set show up yourself up as someone who can determine who's black. Uh, maybe you're not <laughs> quite a black. Everybody talking. Uh, I'm just having fun, and, uh, and we want to know who died and made you boss to tell us. <laughs> Who's black and not black? I'm an American. I but say what ahead, I want. I have the, do I not have the freedom uh, of speech? Yeah. Thank you. I have a you want to talk to Zach? Correct you. You want to Zach? You uh, want to talk to Zach? Yeah, but no I buts. To also, uh, no, no, no. We don't have time. Your, You're gonna have to hold it. I know your critical theory, race theory. Oh, that's what I mainly call for. I know, but you spent 16 minutes. You and yeah, I have spent 16 on, minutes. I, I try to say moving on. Moving on. No, that's don't move on. You, because you try to... Uh, this is so phony. You're not going to control me, Earl. You are not going to control me. I'm not going to control you. No. I wanted to get to another subject. You should have gotten right to it. You should to have go. gotten right to it. I'm not your mama. No, you got to do it. I right to it if you refuse to move on. 16 minutes ago, you could have started with critical race theory. I didn't want to start with it. I want to get these things out. By the okay. way, uh, no, no, by the uh, way, you want to talk to Zach Derek or I'm going to hang up? Being, uh, Zach his, or I'm uh, hanging up? Uh, Zach, you can get Zach you, on, but... Uh, no buts, no buts, Earl. You, we've been talking for 17 minutes now. Okay, get Zach on, because Derek Chauvin is, uh, Chauvin is being... Yeah, he's his, being uh, sentenced, sentenced today, yep. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. and his uh, appeal has been rejected. Okay. Earl, buddy, Earl. <laughs> Just for... Go ahead. Is this can you hear me good? Zach hey. from Columbus, Ohio. I can hear you well. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, first of all, mixed <laughs> lives matter. <laughs> Remember that, Earl. Remember that, buddy. Say that again, Zach. What, Earl? Say loud and clear, Zach. Um, well, what I want to say to you is, I refer... Zach, like say what you just saying, said. Like he said. Earl, Earl. He, he said, said mixed, mixed lives matter. Mixed lives matter. Yeah. Uh, most of us are mixed. You don't you have to respond. Zach? You don't have to respond, Earl. Let Zach continue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to argue with you. We're not going to go back and forth. All I said, all I want to say but is... Shut Zach, uh, Earl, I'm going to put you on hold if you don't control yourself. <laughs> the reason... Oh, oh, my goodness. I put him on the hold. Re <laughs> you can never talk to black people, especially <laughs> Earl. Yeah. Never can talk to him. Earl, anyway, you're on hold, so be uh, quiet. Like 
Cake was saying, Earl, I referred to myself as black that one time because you were basically calling me a white and all this. But if black lives matter to you, Earl, we were just making the point that I am half black. And I don't identify with all the black stuff, black this, black that, like you do. I mean, you're all into this black stuff and everything. We were making the point that I am black, Earl, so what do you have to say to that? I'm not some freaking well, white boy. Are you going to let what, you Earl? or you want to answer for me? Go on with your point. The fact that uh, what you do is you make it plainly clear that you don't identify with black, and you put them on a lower scale than white. <laughs> Earl, do you know I have and black you friends? Make yourself I have black friends, Earl. You sound like you're underwater, Earl. Come closer to your phone. You sound like under you're underwater. Okay. And uh, you make it plainly clear that uh, you separate yourself from any identity with blacks because you make, you make that uh, point clear. The blacks. You know what the blacks do? But you, you, said that he make, do? That he, you said that he looks down on blacks. I don't get that. Yeah. You don't get it because you're white. I don't look down don't, on blacks. Yes, you do. You, see, Earl, you think you, think you know me. That, you don't know me. That's a black lie. You don't know me. I don't have to know you. I know what you say. <laughs> Earl, you do you know me? what it's like to be mixed? You don't know what it's like, Earl. Yes. Because you don't I'm know what it's too. like, Earl. You don't know what it's like to be white. You know parents, do you have a white parent, Earl? I don't have a white parent. Thank but you. I, have, I got relatives and so forth that are mixed. That's different. That's so different forth. from Zach's experience. So, you don't know Zach's so, lived experience. <laughs> lived experience. Well, oh my gosh. I, I know what he's saying. I know how he identifies himself. I know Earl, do you know I have black friends? I was hanging with black people yesterday. Oh, Earl. wow. You <laughs> have black friends. See, they're do never happy. Do you call them the black when you're, <laughs> when, you're, when you're around them? Yes, I do, Earl. Are they into the black uh, thing? What do they say? What do uh, they say when you say, the oh, you know, yep, you blacks are this or that or the other. What do they say to that? <laughs> oh, man. Um, they I'm asking you a question. Because they, Earl, Earl, they might be into the black stuff, but they know my opinion. And we can get over our different opinions and still be friends. Nice. Oh, you do? Then why are you hiding from... Uh, He's not hiding uh, from his friends. No. Obviously, if he I'm hung out with him yesterday. Friends, Lay in low. Who are you hiding from, Zach? The violent I'm ones. Hiding. Yes. Hey, 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 Jane. Yeah? When you don't stop answering for Zach. I gave you one answer answered. for Zach. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to move it along. All right, I'll stop being, I'll stop being mama. All right, I'll stop being mama. Go, who are you? Why are you hiding? Why are you hiding, Zach? I am hiding because I don't want the violent ones to attack me, Earl. You what? You don't know what it's like to be mixed, Earl. Do you know? I don't know what it's like. You think? No, don't. You know what it's like to call the Hague Report and Jesse Lee Peterson every day and argue with them about <laughs> bullcrap. <laughs> yep. And, you and about the black stuff. for saying something stupid like that because you want to identify with white folks. He's Who not trying. He never, he never said he wants to identify with white people. 
Earth. Don't know a darn thing, and you gonna tell me? Uh, Mixed how to lives talk. matter. Mixed <laughs> lives matter. And you're foolish, right? <laughs> oh, anyway, I gotta go. Earl, nice talking with you. We'll talk about critical race theory maybe on Monday, man, because we just blew so much time. I can't, I can't yeah, keep you on. Yeah, because I wanted to get on over right, this, we're, this general All right, theory. Earl, God, we Earl, love you, God but we're tired you. of you. <laughs> Earl, God bless you. I love you, I Earl. I don't hate and you. And maybe, maybe one day, Earl, maybe you. one day you can talk to me and we can talk about the black stuff. Okay, Earl? Well, well yeah, you might learn something. Adios. You might learn that you got black in you. All right, Earl. I love you. Thank you, Earl. <laughs> Interesting call, Zach. I'm glad you got that in there. Appreciate yeah. it, man. <laughs> of course, Jake. Nice talking to you. All right. You might learn. You might learn that you have black in you. <laughs> well, Earl and Mays too, because I know Mays wanted to address me yesterday, but you cut her off. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Right. Um, anyway. All right, Hake. God bless you. Thank you. You too, Zach. Take care. I um. I'm going to get to uh, the rest of the calls. Hang tight, guys. I have one angry Jew on the line, a first-time caller from Thailand. Hey, I think I've talked to you before, man. I will get to you soon. But first, be patient with me. I have another hand-picked song. We are well into, egregiously into the second hour here. It's 10.10 a.m. And I want to play Me Without You, the final track of the week. From Me Without You. Press 1 if you want more Me Without You next week. Press 2 if you never want to hear from Me Without You again. Press 3 if you think I should put it off to a different week. But I'll probably just uh, make up my own mind, whatever you guys say. (laughs) And uh, this is the final track, practically, of the album, uh, A to B Life from 2002, their debut album, The Cure for Pain. It's like two and a half minutes is like the bulk of the song, and then I'll come back in... And then it's going to play on and on and on um, because it's like a finale type jazz-ish ending. You know how they just go on forever, Uh, like they're jamming. Heavy Duty Homeless says, Earl doesn't call to argue. It's just an added bonus for him, enabling his pugnacious tendencies. Thank you, Heavy Duty Homeless, over there on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. So, me without you. A lot of, I see a lot of twos, a lot of people who never want to hear from me without you again. I see some people who want to hear it for a, maybe a later week, but not now. One person says one and three. Boneless Tony would be okay if I play it next week, <laughs> next week, uh, their follow-up album to it. But enjoy uh, The Cure for Pain by Me Without You, and I'll be right back, guys. Enjoy. Never you, she says. And the record ended long ago. We go on. 
I don't. have mercy on us, says Aaron Weiss of Me Without You at the end of this album. A to B life. They said, Jesus, sign him. This is spiritual music, says Bomb Jack. <laughs> uh, God bless the mute button, says Trump support 2021. Ouch. Talentless, says Dirk Diggler. I think that's a bit uncharitable to call them talentless. It takes some talent, even if it is ripping off different bands. Good pre-workout, says Jib Jab. <laughs> yeah, get pumped over there on Twitch, twitch.tv. Slash The Hake Report. I'm going to talk more in this hour, along with your calls, about that woke general. J-Man Joker over there on Trovo.live. Don't you like this dramatic music? Did I show you the... Did I show already? I don't know if you go, were watching the video. Did I show the names of the bandmates? Aaron Weiss. Weiss. Michael Weiss. Richard Matsota. He's the drummer. Christopher Kleinberg. And Daniel Pishock. Some, uh, those are, I think they're Christians, or are they not Christians? Those Christian names? I don't know. <laughs> Let me know what you think. <laughs> what J-Man Joker said about that de de general that I'm going to play a clip from him. Mike Milley. Rad music, hey, big game, James said. He does not want to lose his mansion he gets to live in and the 500 direct servants that work for him. How embarrassing. Those Capitol protesters were actually let in by the Capitol Police. It's on video. I'm going to talk, I'm going to show you what Mike Milley said about the mostly peaceful Capitol protesters. Ritalin and Adderall, the MGTOW misfit says. The gateway drugs brought to you by the public schools and Big Pharma. Fantastic. Sarcasm dripping from there, from that comment. But thank you. Very true. It's evil. Pushing the drugs on the people. The children, no less. It's an evil attack on the children. 
You ever heard? Of, you ever seen Scarface? Asks Jib Jab. I have not seen Scarface. I had friends who were big fans of them. The drums are too drummy, says RJJ. <laughs> uh, that wasn't too bad, was it? Hey, come back! Turn this crap off! This is from the Columbine soundtrack. Whoa. Are you referring to the Columbine mass murder in 99? 420-99? I was... Weiss is not necessarily Jewish, says, get a job. But actually, their, their father was... Uh, I think it was maybe an Orthodox Jew, and his mo- their mother, Michael and Aaron Weiss, was like an Episcopalian, and then they converted, converted to Sufi Muslims. Wow. Interesting. And then they sing what I thought was Christian music. Music stinks, for real, J.J. Money says. But anyway... Let me quickly play this clip. This is 12, I think, clip 12, of this general, Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman, General, so-called, Mark A. Milley. And he's being questioned, I guess, in Congress. They're talking about this... Um, critical race theory being pushed in the military. They've questioned the affirmative action uh, general. Well, affirmative action defense secretary, I should say. And I call him a affirmative action defense secretary because he is black and Biden is known to kiss up to blacks and lie to them and pretend he loves them. He loves no one. Um, And so he'll select SJW blacks to run the show. The Department of Defense... He's the secretary of the Department of Defense, Lloyd Austin. Ridiculous person. And now they're questioning the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, who is pushing this fake thing. I prefer Jesus Lizard, Hake. That's not Christian, though. <laughs> I don't think Jesus Lizard is Christian, is it? I'm not sure. Anyway, listen to this. It's about two minutes long. Ridiculous clip from Chairman Mark A. Milley, shared by Jack Posobiec and... Propagandist James Jim Laporta and others posturing and smearing the American patriots, mostly peaceful, who went to the Capitol. And he claims that he's white, but he wants to understand white rage. Listen to this ridiculousness. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. uh, And it is important that we train and we understand. uh, And I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, 
having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when Not this country true. was formed. And then we had a civil war and emancipation proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service and you and I are both Green Berets. But I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Thank you, General. What a complete phony, am I right? Total phony. A ridiculous person. It reminds me of... Eric Holder saying, well, I am offended that I take a great offense to any hint that we are not professional in what we do. Stupid stuff. This guy's posturing. He claims that to want to understand white rage. He obviously has anger. Look at yourself. You don't know yourself, Mark Milley. What a snake, a total snake. What a caricature of what happened, the, the, what would cause thousands of people to try to assault this building and overturn, to overturn the Constitution. Give me a break. Those people love the Constitution. Those are Tea Party types, many of them. The grandmas, definitely, and the boomers who went in there, and the three percenters. The three percenters, aren't they the oath keepers? Aren't those? I mean, I don't think that those people went in. Some of them may have. But I don't think they recovered any guns or confiscated any guns. These were unarmed people who came in to this fake insurrection. Though they weren't trying to overturn the Constitution, they were trying to uphold it. They're against the people who are trying to overturn the Constitution. You think Joe Biden cares about the Constitution? He supported Obama. He was Obama's uh, so-called vice president. Dan Rather who is a phony, old-school media guy, pretended to be objective. He calls himself a journalist, storyteller, lifelong reader, Texan by birth and choice. Um, he said, please stop for a moment. And he tweeted out this video that I just showed you. And watch this, this with the sound on. Share with others an unflinching rebuttal to all those who are politicizing studies of race and injustice courtesy of Mark Miller, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Politicizing. They're the ones who are politicizing such a communist thing. Accuse us of what you are doing. What a sick person. A completely sick person. He's not trying to understand. If he's characterizing it as trying to overthrow the Constitution or overthrow the government, they were trying to, in, in their minds, stop the overthrow of Trump. Right? Right. Pelosi. Real quick, before I get back to the calls, hang on, One Angry Jew, appreciate you hanging in there. One Angry Jew is his name, right? From, from Thailand. This is from Tom Elliott on Twitter. I saw it from World Net Daily. Nancy Pelosi, I think it's clip 13. Here she is, apparently addressing 
a question about how long, you know, how they wanted to start this January 6th commission, kind of like the 9-11 commission, pretending that January 6th shook the country like 9-11 did. Phony. Play Hake's music at the border. Maybe they'll go back, <laughs> says uh, Sean Chavez. Wow. Um, or maybe they'll come here. No. Um, here's Nancy Pelosi addressing a question about the January 6th thing and pretending that the root causes are white supremacy, anti-Semitism, and Islamophobia. Listen to this nutcase. Nervous Nancy. As it takes for them the time they need to do the investigation of the causes of this. There are two actual uh, paths. One is about the root causes of it, the white supremacy, the anti-Semitism, the Islamophobia, all the rest of it that was so evident when you see a sweatshirt on one of the people saying, Camp Auschwitz. <laughs> the other one is shirt. the security of the capital and what it, what it means to be ready for such an insurrection. While oh. I think we could have been better prepared, I don't think anybody would have foreseen an insurrection incited by the President of the United States. Another so lie. the timetable will be as long as it takes. We were agreeable to doing it in a time frame that the Republicans felt comfortable with, but now another month has gone by, and another month has gone by. So we'll just have to make a, a, the plan and see how long that takes. Nervous Nancy. What an evil woman. What a sick person. She's been pushing mess for decades. I remember when uh, she became the fake House Majority Leader, whatever, she, whatever that woman thinks that she is. Yeah, meanwhile, the border is a mess, Daniel says. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, the actual American people are actually suffering actual violence and actual riots and insurrections against their own communities. The people in D.C., for the most part, do not care about the people, the real people, the actual people, who are actually suffering from actual attacks on their civilization. Total, just total snakery. And that guy, Mark Milley, the simp, he looks like he's, like he might have been tough at one point in his life. Looks all like scowly and stuff. I want to understand white rage. I'm, and I'm white. And he goes on this drama about what, he said the African Americans or something like that. I don't know if he used that term. We're three quarters of a person. No, they were not. <laughs> they were not even three fifths. They were not considered three fifths of a person. They were considered three fifths for the sake of representation from the, uh, the people in power. It was all about representation for power. It wasn't ta- a commentary on their humanity. Stupid. What a snake and a liar. And so he's just spouting off this propaganda in defending his push of phony propaganda. What a complete evil person. Uh, I've heard that video evidence shows that left-wing extremists infiltrated the Capitol and posed as a One America News reporter. Is that true? Is that, did that happen in January 6th? 
I don't know. New York City actor and TikTok comedian Walter Masterson, complete with his own IMDb page, may have been posing as a One America News Network interviewer, dressing up all crazy. We went undercover at the D.C. riots. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that, but something to look into. It was more than just that one BLM agitator, grifter, mixed-race guy who had called down threats on Trump and wanted the uh, building burned. The light-skinned black guy from, like, Utah or somewhere who got out with no money bail, by the way. Did he spend two days in jail? Like that grandma? Like that 49-year-old grandma who was just going into the building, convicted of parading, a misdemeanor parading, to protect an older woman, 74-year-old woman, that she saw? I don't know. This... Uh, YouTube, this YouTube account called Tillery Clinton is titled, We Went Undercover at the D.C. Riots. Vlog number 2.5, Stop the Steel Rally Turns Into a Terror Attack. And it premiered January 9th. Probably was recorded January 6th, I guess. I gather, I don't know. And he said, Walter and I disguised ourselves as reporters and spent the whole day interviewing people at the Stop the Steel rally, even as protesters so-called stormed the Capitol, and the scene devolved into a riot. Put out a 39-minute video. And apparently this Walter guy was dressed up as a One American News, or had a mic that had a One American News tag, but it was fake. Interesting, huh? Just so you know. There's more shenanigans than you're, than you're led to believe. Crazy, huh? I bet, it's, I bet that's quite deep. John Sullivan, the BLM activist. Yeah, thank you. Robbie, over there on Facebook. Just shameful enemies of America running the show. Running the show. Outrageous. Let me get to one angry Jew. <laughs> First time caller from Thailand. What's up? One angry Jew, how are you doing? I'm good, but you, you, you do know who I am. Yeah, I remember talking with you. Can I, can I let them know your first name, or do you want to keep that private? No, I don't care. Yeah, his real name is Howard. Nice, for, nice to hear from but, you, man. Yeah, but on, on uh, I've t- internet, I've talked was, with no. you on the Truth, Transparency, and Merit stream, I, b- I believe, or yeah, something like that. Transparency and Merit. Transparency and Merit stream. A fellow fan and friend of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I mean, I don't know if he's a friend of the show, but I, a, f- a fan of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I oh, do I, I like Jesse Lee Peterson. I like listening to him. Yeah, nice. Uh, you, want to, you want to do fr- uh, Gold French Flag, or you want to do uh, what? Why Everybody Should Be Black? I, don't, I didn't understand your question. Can you repeat it? Yeah, well, I, I called. I called originally for that gold French flag you got flying back. Oh, there. this I flag! You. Yeah, this gold French flag. You. Yeah, I want to convince you to put up a proper flag. Okay. That you'd find in Title Four of the United States Code. All right. No fringe on the flag. 
No gold fringe. This is called the maritime flag, and it's supposed to be to my right. It's considered disrespectful for it to be at my left, I hear. And well, you know, I don't know about that. But the gold fringe and the flag... Maritime, something, right? ...makes it a military standard. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, in the, it's in Title IV. You can go to Title IV of the United States Code. There's a uh, diagram of what the flag looks like, and there is no gold fringe on it. Right. There is only, there's only one reference to the gold fringe. And that's that's and, symbolizes maritime or something like a what maritime law or which is is that the no, same thing a, as martial law? Flag. Martial? No, it's a military flag. The, Does it symbolize uh, martial law? Is, no, I don't think so. Well, no, I think it, it symbolizes a uh, military flag. Okay, I just thought it was so a fancier look, version. But no, I've heard people no. say that that it symbolizes those different things. If you. If you look at Title IV of the United States Code, you'll see that cool. the, the flag is detailed in great detail. Yeah. And there's no gold fringe on it, but there is a reference to it, and it says, and it's from, I think, 1927, it says the president, the placing the gold fringe on the flag is at the discretion of the president acting as commander-in-chief of the Army or Navy. Remember, okay. we had no Marines back then. All right. So... And I'll give you a little. I'll give you a what little. What if I declare myself president? Well, I'd like everybody to declare <laughs> themselves to be black. Anytime you fill out a government document, just fill out that you're black. And I uh, challenge anybody to prove that I'm not. Okay, you don't sound I very black to me. Sound. Well, what does black sound like? Black sounds like Earl. <laughs> Earl doesn't sound very black to me. Deep. I'm kidding. I have a pretty good deep voice, but but listen to my logic on this. Okay. If everybody in the United States declared that they were black, we would have no more discrimination. We would have no more uh, choice of uh, choosing black people over white people to go into college because everybody would be black. True. And I challenge anybody to call up and prove that I'm not black. Prove that I don't have... Uh, and, and and show me. But the, you know, the, you know that law. you know that blacks discriminate against each other, and they're unjust against each other. So it's not going to end any type of injustice. It's only going to exacerbate problems because it's a false solution, no, man. Gonna, it, no, no, no. It's it cute. Will, it it's cute. Things. It's a cute idea. Because people not are a cute so. Idea. Yeah, it is. If if everybody's black, it's silly. Then nobody can claim. And you, you won't get, nobody's going to get special treatment from the government. Everybody will be black. Lord Graham, who is actually black, says, this dude sound dumb. Yeah, I got to get you to stop saying the word actually. That's a pet peeve, too. <laughs> black people don't know what, black people don't know what discrimination is. They should come to Asia because it's alive and well here. Nice. It's not, uh, when you compare Asia to America, there is no discrimination in America. Yeah. There is plenty of discrimination here in Asia. Unjust? Black people. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, television shows, uh, I'll use Thailand as an example, but uh, it's throughout all of Asia. When you go out to the store, you will find whitening creams on every shelf. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and whitening creams are made by Nivea. 
are made by Procter and Gamble, are made by the major manufacturers oh, you have back in the United States. Yeah. But if you're going to buy a face cream, it will sell better if you write on it that it is whitening. That's funny. Crazy. Whitening toothpaste sell better. Uh, creams sell better. They, uh, the, the amount of racism, well, not racism. People accuse me of being a racist. I say, no, you're an idiot. I'm a bigot. I'm not a, I'm not a racist. But black people in Asia, even if they're dark ties, they'll never get uh, a good uh, role on a television show. So they're always portrayed as ignorant and kind of country bumpkin. Yeah. The only people that get good parts on any of the Thai television are the ones that are uh, whiter than my son. You know, I, um, I grew up amongst a whole bunch of Asians and Hispanics, and they too made fun of each other if each if one person was was dark or got a got dark in the sun be like oh no i'm getting i'm getting blacker <laughs> they but do they not don't go in the it's sun. around the world no People, they don't go in the sun and meanwhile whites are trying to get more tan as a kid yeah, i wanted Asian to be more tan don't go in the sun because they're definitely afraid they'll tell you that they're going to be black right i've got a, an asian girlfriend she's thai and she tell, she'll tell you that she's black. She looks a little bit tan, but she doesn't look black. The Ugandan that I went out with is black. She's definitely not. But the point is, the color of your skin dictates what happens here much more. And nobody says anything about that. Everybody's screaming and yelling that America is racist. Yeah. But really, this country... Asia, uh, any any country in Asia, yeah, I don't care which one you pick. Pick anyone, Japan, Korea, they're all the same. The whiter you are, the more uh, higher you are elevated in society. Because America has is, money, and Americans are nice, and nice people are pushed around. And the nice people with well, money, are, money get their money taken. They have money in Japan. They not, have plenty of money in Japan. Not, so much, like, in not so much like here. There's a whole lot oh, of mess. Oh, you'd be surprised. Well, they're not as nice and weak, and easy, weak people are pushed around. The like, like as you know, like you just said, Americans are the least so-called racist, and yet they are the most pushed around. But they're they they allow everybody to push them right. around. Well, you know that's part of the that's also part of the problem that people don't understand. Back in, in America, it's hard to tell who a man is and who a woman is. And I think Jesse right. says that all the time, doesn't yep. he? So, uh, when, if you ever, did you ever wonder why uh, Western men like Asian women? Um, I have pondered it, yes. What do you think the reason is? Um, well, I think that there are multiple reasons. One is that the Asian women seem like more cute. And they're, um, a lot of whites feel that they want to get away from their parents. So it's, I think there's a subvert, subconscious no, getting away you're, from you're, your you're mother. Too far off. And then no, there's the, too far and then there's also the, oh, they're more, uh, supposedly, uh, obedient or something. Yeah. Submissive. I was waiting for you to say that. Right. You're, you're way off. Here's the reason. No, why. there's definitely you a, a perversion. I'm not off on that, but okay, go on. No, I'm going to tell you why you're off, and you probably agree with me when okay. I explain it to you. It's All right, very easy. Yeah. Asian women look like women. 
They dress like women. They talk like women. American women no longer talk like women. They're not feminine. Yeah. They try to talk like men. And then compound that with the fact that American men have uh, have no gonads anymore. Right. They try to talk like women. They're always trying to show their feminine side. That doesn't happen in Asia. Yeah. In Asia, it's very clear, and they Asia does have a problem. Well, I don't know if that's with, true, though. Yeah. But well, go no, on. It, it, well, you've got, you've got a lot of what they call katoys, which are uh, transvestites. Right. Or uh, men who want to be women. And yeah. that is a big problem, because the Western men here, uh, it's very easy to find beautiful women, because there's very few men left, even in Asia. That's terrible. But the women are not confused. The men are confused. Yeah. So I'll so give evil. you an example. I've met, I've met women on Tinder. Tinder over here is used as a dating app, not as a hookup app. Uh-huh. So I've met women on Tinder, when I, and I changed my Tinder profile so that it showed me only men. I wanted to see what men were on Tinder. 50% of them were homosexual. Yeah. 10 or 12% of them were what they called evolving. And some of them were just undecided. So the the gene pool of men over here, maybe 30% of the men are straight. There's very few men. I'm I'm 59 years old. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, men my age. We're not confused what we are. Right. But a lot of the younger ones are confused. But what's not confusing are the women. The women are feminine. They're not trying to be. I got gotcha. you. Interesting points, man. Interesting points. But you can't say that in America. You won't find that in America. Yeah, I think you have. You, you might be onto something in part. Yeah, for sure. No, but that's that's why Western men find themselves attractive because if you're a real man, if you're not having problems and you're not undecided as to what you are, then Asian women are very attractive, not because they're submissive, because they're women, and real men want women. They don't want somebody. That acts like men. They don't want. A I have woman a caller for you. I have a caller who wants to talk with you. Do you okay. want to talk with Lord Grimm from Washington D.C. in Maryland? Why not? All right, Lord Grimm, you are on from Washington D.C. You are on with one angry Jew in Thailand. What's up? What one angry Jew in Thailand? Yeah, <laughs> he goes Amazing. by that. Amazing. Well, I just wanted to, I want, you know, what you were just saying just now, I mean, I could kind of see a little, you know, I could kind of get with that a little bit, but yeah. earlier, earlier when you were saying that, um, you know, we should all identify as black, I totally don't understand that at all. I kind of feel like, let me ask you, do you smoke pot? Well, if, if I identify as black, I'll do, get do you smoke pot? if I try to go into college. Do, 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 you, do you smoke pot, though? No. Okay. All right. Yeah, were you ahead. being Were you being facetious? Were you kind of joking around? Just give me with the whole identifying as black. No. Yeah. You yeah, were not. Were you no, I'm not. I'm not joking at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Look, so let I, me. Ask I you have. What, I have absolute. I have absolute thoughts on how to fix things in America. In fact, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how you can fix America. Very easily. It'll take a generation, but America will be right back on top, and everything will make sense. All you have to do is teach logic and start it in grade school. Because 
if you teach children logic, they're going to grow up, and they couldn't possibly be Democrats yeah. or leftists. But, Think but about hold on. Any, I, anyway, I, Lord I, Graham, I, what, I, what do you want to say? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, let me, because, you know, he kind of, he be carrying on, man. He carries on. <laughs> but listen, um, <laughs> but listen, I, I really, you know, with all due respect, man, you know, you sound, you sound like a pretty nice guy, but to be honest with you, man, that doesn't sound any, what you just said sounds good with the logic thing. But what you said about everybody identifying as black, that is totally illogical, uh, makes no sense. And in fact, that go you might as well consider yourself to be a racist, which I don't believe in, because what you're thinking about is in a race type of sense. You know what I'm saying? We're not no, fighting a race. But I wouldn't this, be racist. This, 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 I'd, be, I'd be a bigot. I'd be a bigot, not a racist. Hey, hey, whatever you want, whatever, hey, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever problem, you want to go with, buddy. Well, but. no, the, the left has co-opted the word racist. And the proper word would be a bigot or, or, or prejudice. But the problem but, but, is with the spirit, the people's spirits. So whatever yeah, they yeah. whatever they falsely identify as, which I think even I well, wait, take, wait, wait. taking can your you identity prove that and, I'm not black. Taking well, wait a minute, can you prove that I'm not black? It's because, irrelevant whether you're black or not. We, we don't we don't we don't listen, it's, listen, it's irrelevant. Man, we don't we don't we don't care if you black. Don't I mean I don't know if you understand that by now, but you know, me hate the JLP family, we all we in a we we more in a spiritual kind of mind you know mindset, man. We don't think about all that race stuff, you know. Even though Marcus Jones, uh, which is <laughs> a beta, even though he kind of think about everything, you know, like like that, we don't think about everything like that. He thinks we think everything is a racist, you know, is a race thing, right? But we don't, you I'm know. We we really that, we. Do you yeah, notice that thing, blacks treat each other badly too? Are you aware that I'm blacks sorry? treat each other badly? Oh, absolutely. But I, I'm and so not that wouldn't solve anything. It wouldn't solve anything. No, I'm not. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if, if you are on any type of form or any type of sign, anything you have to sign, if you put on there that you're black, because it asks you, are you white, are you black, or whatever. But that's being unrealistic, man. That's being, that's being unrealistic. That's being unrealistic. Yeah. That's not, wow, that's not, it's like, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of like, black? But it doesn't matter. It's kind of like you and Lala. No, we cannot cannot prove that you're not black. No, we cannot prove that you're not black, but it's it's irrelevant. It's kind of like you and Lala land, though, man, because you want to fool your own self into thinking, you know, (laughs) we should all identify as black when that's not reality, man. I'm not fooling myself. The government has... Well, what are you trying to do? He wants to fool the government. The government is prejudicial. Right, we if know you that. You put on any government form for anything that you that hey, you sign hey, up. Hey, for. listen, I got I got to run, man. Thank but you, hey, Lord. Hey, Graham. Call it, hey, hey, call it. Get yourself together, man. I got to go back <laughs> to work. Have a good. Take one. care, man. Appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. So you're just not getting it, hey? No, I get it. I get it. You, because the gov- the government people are not allowed to question you when you say something. When you say you are something. When you say you're vaccinated, they cannot question you. At least not yet. When you say you're black, they cannot question you. When you say you're this or that, they cannot question you, and then therefore you'll get all the same benefits that well, the other blacks do. Question you. If you were, if, listen, if you were applying to a college, and you put down on the college application that you're black, I'm done with you this, are man. likely going to get preferential treatment. Right. Yep. Thank you, man. It's great so to hear from you. Why should I be able to get it? Why, why, could, why shouldn't I get preferential treatment? Have a good one. When, when, what time is it over there in Thailand? It's uh, almost one o'clock in the morning. Wow. What an honor. Appreciate you staying up. 
to call my show. We're getting up early. I'm usually up at this time. I just happened to be flipping through YouTube, and I saw you on live, and I said, oh, let me give him a call. (laughs) Well, it's great to hear from you, man. Uh, Now, are you going to change the flag? Because I'm going to send you an email and show you and give you Title Title IV of the U.S. Code. I am not at liberty to change the flag. This is actually not my studio. I want to see you fly. I want to see you fly a proper flag. (laughs) I appreciate that. And... That's my goal, one day to fly a proper flag on the proper side, too. Thanks, man. It's great to hear from you. You you could do it tomorrow, Hicks. All you have to do is change it. (laughs) Tomorrow is my Sabbath. Listen, I'll tell you you a quick story. (laughs) No, I got to go, man. We are are running low on time. I have more calls to get to. If you can call me, I don't know if you're able to call me another day. None as interesting as I am. Probably true. Probably true. as I am. With, with a great radio presence. And, and yeah. I've got a great microphone. By the way, you should make it a rule that nobody can get on your show with a crappy mic. Yeah. You're calling via Skype to uh, this show or something? Actually, I'm using Google, I'm using Google Voice. Nice. Well, I appreciate it. But you do come through clearly. Be able to call, but nobody should be able to call. Well, I've got a, pro, a professional mic like right. you. But nobody should be able to call your show on some Obama phone right. or any other crap that, that's out there because it's painful to listen to. Yeah, true. Thank you, Howard. It's great to hear from you, man. Take care. You're welcome. All right. Very nice. <laughs> uh, we are at 10 minutes till the, uh, till the uh, top of the hour, which means that it would be one hour until... The Fallen State. Indeed, before I get to Dan in Brooklyn, New York, I'm coming to you next, sir. Hang tight. The skim reports, far-left female outlet, the skim, that indeed, Earl from Michigan mentioned this. Hey, stop being beta and let this caller go. <laughs> Malkuth for this. Uh, maybe, am I too nice to the callers? Um, who people are talking about? Derek Chauvin. Today, according to them, the former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is scheduled to be sentenced in April. A jury, a uh, kangaroo court, I should say. The fallen state today, right? I do believe. No episode? Oh, really? No new episode of the fallen state? Oh. Okay. No, no, I... Oh, really? The McAfee? Oh, yeah, rewatch the McAfee interview. Uh, John McAfee. In honor of John McAfee's passing, we are taking the week off from the fallen state. People can catch the McAfee interview. McAfee, whatever you call it. My bad. My bad. I just assumed. I didn't even read... I haven't been... Shows you how much I've been reading the the, uh, packet. (laughs) What a shame. Terrible shame. Sorry, guys. And no JLP plays, too. So I gave you fake news and during my Hake News segment, by the way. Because in Hake News, I mentioned that there would be the Fallen State premiere. I lied. Hake News is fake news. Terrible. We riot, <laughs> says Radulazer. Um, a jury convicted kangaroo court. Derek Chauvin for quote-unquote murdering with a big, big asterisk Georgia, Florida last year when he kneeled on Florida's neck 
for over nine minutes, all while the 46-year-old black man with capital B cried out that he couldn't breathe 27 times. Today, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, which I think was already passed, right? I think 11.30, my time. Oh, no. 11.30, 12.30, 1.30, 2.30. Okay, so in a little more than a half an hour, I guess, a judge is expected to l- deliver a sentence for the most serious charge, second-degree murder, with no intent, no proof of any intent. Uh, prosecutors recommended 30 years in prison while Chauvin's lawyers asked for probation. Some experts predict 12 and a half years in prison, given that he had no criminal record. And somebody said that he appealed and his appeal was denied. What a ridiculous thing. Fake news, I'm unsubscribing now, lol. Thank you, OD Red Pill. It's an attack on the, uh, the cops, I say. Attack on whites, attack on America, attack on honest justice. It is not justice. It's ridiculous. I told you guys about the bums, the homeless people, in Hake News at the end of hour two, I believe. Um, I'll be putting that up on the HakeReport.com in the JLP News section, in the Hake News section. So you can read about that. It's this story from the Epic Times about right here in Venice Beach. Well, Venice Beach is down that way. Honestly, it's right here. There was a woman, like, exposing herself right here on Pico and La Cienega. Disgusting. We'll make sure that doesn't happen for church with J.C. Lee Peterson. Crime out of control and all that madness. Let me get to Dan in Brooklyn, New York. Dan, what's up? Yeah, you know, I wanted to get into some uh, real stuff. Uh, You know, I I was the one who, you know, called in and said that uh, Karl Marx was actually the one who orchestrated the Civil War. Okay. Uh, but, 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 but you were just talking about Derek Chauvin and George Floyd, and it's like, do you believe in the Constitution? <laughs> well, the, 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 the Arab uh, Delhi guy accused George Floyd of having a fake counterfeit right. bill, yep. and there was no warrant issued. There was no investigation, no nothing, and this guy just, like, come on, why yep. are we backing... Why are we backing the communist cops? Why? That that that's the first question. Why are we backing the government and 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 their army that attacks us? Let me tell okay. you. Let me that, tell you, Dan. The the attack on Derek Chauvin and the attack on the cops is not a ta- an attack on the communists. It's an attack by communists on what's left of the decency and true authority that the police represent. It's just like the attack on men. They had no, they had no business even communicating with George Floyd unless they did an investigation on that counterfeit twenty and had a warrant issued for his arrest. Okay, I don't know, man. Gardner, I don't know. Do we believe in the Constitution, or or are we just you know gonna? I, I value the Constitution over my, you know, over racism. I hate cops more than I hate black people. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna put that you, out. You there. hate blacks. I, I hate cops more. Okay, so now. But you hate blacks. Now let's. Ah, uh, not really. I actually have a black girlfriend, so I'm not even going to get into that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Do you sleep with her? Um, do you? Uh, Sometimes. So you hate cops? When Bagel Karen isn't har- uh, harassing me or Bagel Queen. Anyway. Do you hate cops? Let's get into you something. actually hate cops though. 
cops that violate the Constitution? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You shouldn't hate them, though, man. I, don't you Don't you listen I, to the I Jesse should, Lee I Peterson should, show? I, I said... I said cops that violate the Constitution. But even okay? if they violate the Constitution, you shouldn't hate them. You're gonna you're gonna set yourself you shouldn't up. Shouldn't hate anybody as right. a Christian. I I, I get it. Yeah. I, okay. I get. Are it. you a Christian? Is, okay. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Of course, I'm a Christian. Okay. Now. Don't sound like one. Now, now, the do you, have you looked into what the ten planks of Marxism are? Um, not offhand. So my very good friend, who is sitting in the hole because of the insurrection, Jake Lang, had a uh, Federal Reserve protest. Do me a favor, don't back. name drop, don't name drop for me. Okay. Yeah, go a on. Two years back. We got and two minutes, Cuban man. Gentleman, oh, this Cuban gentleman comes up to our Federal Reserve protest. Enrique and Tarrio? Tells us, <laughs> uh, no, and <laughs> tells us that the fifth plank of communism is to have a central bank with an interest at the hands of this Fed. This Federal Reserve. Uh-huh. The number one way that we can take on and beat communism is by rejecting mortgages, never financing anything, and getting rid of the banks. Republicans like to back the banks, love to capitulate to, to the slavery of our interests. And Jesus even said, how dare you turn my father's kingdom into your marketplace? If we don't really, we're distracted with race, with this, with cops, if we don't stop this never-ending mortgage crisis, where houses are now a million dollars, you got to pay off $3 million, and then sell it for $3 million to the next generation, we're going to be debt slaves for the rest of our lives. Interesting, man. I think you make, I think you make a point that maybe, don't name drop, hey, I know I said Enrique Terrio. I know I thought of that when I was saying it. Um... Interesting. Appreciate it, Dan. Thank you for the call, man. Yeah. I gotta run. Yeah. It's, right, it's great to hear from you. Take care. Don't hate cops, though, yeah. even if they violate the Constitution. Take care. Oh, okay. Jeez. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Constitution's important, man. I agree. I agree. Take the care, man. The Fourth Amendment is important. That's more important unlawful than our racial and, identity. Unlawful search and seizure, right? The, guy, they, they, the cop when the George Floyd thing didn't even bother to look at the 20. You, you may be right. Okay. Thanks, man. He just went and attacked George Floyd. Interesting. I had not heard that point, honestly. Yeah. Watch the video. So that, that may be fair. Some Arab said, hey, he at me with a counterfeit bill, and then he just went after George Floyd. No, you need to put together a real investigation. If I, gotcha, maybe man. Maybe the guy got it at Grand Union. You don't know. Take you care, know? Dan. See you, right, see you in the church chat if you can. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Hake, I went through Army boot camp in 2014, and it was scary easy. So easy, it was scary. Our military is going woke slash weak. Woke as in asleep, spiritually dead, right? Lies. Running the show. After what, went, what we went through all 2020 with the BLM mess, it's obvious we have a black rage problem, not white rage. Yeah. They're trying to stir up some white fear, rage, everything. False guilt. Stop coddling slash enabling the blacks. Libs, thank you, Bibby42, for an excellent super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. And thank you to Dark Side of the Bear Huat, who mocked the uh, hair Howard from Thailand by saying, what did she say? 
What's next, caller? With the so-called anti-Semitism, oh God, are we gonna, are we gonna need to start calling ourselves Hebrew Israelites? Thank you, Dark Side of the Bear What, and thank you guys for joining the Hake Report, thehakereport.com for my stuff, jessieleepeterson.com for JLP's stuff. Speaking at the Black Robe Regiment, I hear, this weekend, nice. And then hopefully he'll be back for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. I haven't heard any different. So join us. 10.30 a.m., doors open, 11, on 11 Pacific, we start streaming, give or take. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Yeah.